Half as much and more than enough. Welcome back to the From Montana to Portugal podcast. This is your host, Janelle Holden, and today I will be reading an essay that I wrote for my Substack audience, and I hope you enjoy it. This podcast is going to be, um, well, this podcast is a mix of essays as well as diary-like entries, as well as interviews. So it's a, it's a fun mixture of things, and I hope you enjoy this. Half as much and more than enough. Can we edit our possessions like we do our words? There's a scene in the movie, A River Runs Through It, where Norman MacLean's young character is being homeschooled and taught how to write by his father, the Reverend MacLean, played by Tom Skerritt. In the movie, Norman brings his father an essay to read, and his father returns it to him with a few red pencil marks crisscrossing out objectionable parts and with the instruction to bring it back edited half as long. Each weekday, while my father worked on his Sunday sermon, I attended the school of the Reverend McLean, the narrator explained, who was played in the movie by Robert Redford. He taught nothing but reading and writing, and being a Scot believed that the art of writing lay in thrift. I first watched that scene in 1993, a year after the movie was made, in a room just a few blocks away from where I live now, while I was a junior in high school with a friend who was allowed a television and a VCR player in her own room. Remember VCRs? I had no idea then how that movie and the book would later influence my life. To this day, it is my favorite movie about Montana, one that encapsulates so much about such a beautiful state. A few weeks ago, I hugged the person who now owns that house where I watched the movie, who is raising her two little children there with her husband, and who told me that it was so cold last winter that the pipes froze and they had to blow in insulation. Now it's too hot, she said. I tried to remember what it was like in that house when I was friends with Emily, and all I could remember was the big grate in the middle of the living room floor where we would sit and get a rush of hot air through our clothes from the boiler, nearly burning our skin, but feeling deliciously warm all the same. As we sort and sift our stuff for our move to Portugal, I've been thinking about that scene and a river runs through it all week. Half as much, I keep mumbling, knowing that it is much more like 1% as much that we'll get to take, but half seems doable at the moment, and then I can have that again, like Norman did with his words. There's a pile to be sold, piles of gifts to be mailed or handed to someone, piles to be donated, piles of things to return, piles of things to recycle, piles of paperwork, and lists of it all on my phone or on paper so I don't forget. I feel like I'm trying to get to the end of that scene where Reverend McLean pronounces the homework good and then tells Norman, now throw it away. And Norman crumples his paper and runs out to fish with his brother. We went fly fishing in Montana on our honeymoon, drove up a thousand miles from Colorado, stepped into the upper and lower Madison rivers, let the water flood around us, then hooked fish in the Gallatin, the Big Hole, Rock Creek, the mighty Blackfoot River, and finally the Yellowstone. It was a glorious fall that year, the kind of fall we are likely headed into this year in the next few weeks. I looked at the big tub of flying, tying materials and Doug's fly fishing equipment destined for our garage sale on Saturday, and thought about how ephemeral everything in life is, even hobbies you once thought you'd never give up. If he had had his way, nobody who did not know how to catch a fish would be allowed to disgrace a fish by catching it, wrote Norman about his father. 
I hope whoever gets the fly fishing equipment will know how to catch a fish and put them back in the river. I'd say the Lord has blessed us all today, Reverend McLean said after catching the biggest fish. It's just that he's been particularly good to me. In the Substack essay, I've included a few clips from the movie A River Runs Through It that you may want to watch. I keep thinking about lines from that movie while packing things that we have while the possessions of others have been reduced to ashes in Hawaii. It's one thing to willingly part with all of our worldly possessions, quite another to have them and your loved ones ripped away from you in seconds by a fire. One is a series of decisions. The other is life-altering trauma. We know wildfire. Doug was once a Forest Service firefighter. I used to cover wildfires as a public lands journalist, standing in the scrum of journalists waiting for news from the Forest Service or the Bureau of Land Management, traveling sometimes to look at the fire and take photographs. We've lived in many places where fires were close, sometimes way too close, ashes raining down in town while places like Mesa Verde National Park burned. Last year, a fire from lightning jumped the interstate here and burned down a young family's house, just out of the blue. Unfortunately, they were not harmed physically. In 2021, around the beginning of December, an entire small town in Montana nearly burned when strong winds whipped fire through the prairie unexpectedly after a downed power line sparked it. Fortunately, no one was injured there. In that same year, three of Doug's nieces and nephews were either evacuated by fire or came close to it in the western United States. My cousin's house burned down in southwestern Montana when they were young. All of their photos were destroyed, many, many of their possessions. And so it is that the elements of fire and water rule our lives. It's one thing to decide what to leave behind in life. It's another to have it all burnt down to ashes. That's why this year's garage sale proceeds that we're having on Saturday will go to helping people rebuild their lives after fire. We have more than enough. It's more than enough to go around. Love, Janelle. So on a PS note, just for those of you who are interested in the move and how it's progressing, on the logistics and timeline, things are progressing. Our inspection on our house is on Friday morning. Pet appointments are at the same time on Friday morning while we're out of the house. We've learned that it is easy to get easier to get a visa appointment in Boston right now. Yay. So we've tentatively set that for mid-October and we will be driving back east in early October. Tomorrow we get Hep A and Hep B vaccination shots. I have uh, put the link to that in the Substack essay as well. And that's as per CDC recommendations. Fingerprinted by the sheriff for our FBI background checks tomorrow and should have a lot less stuff to contend with after the Saturday garage sale. It's a lot like climbing a mountain. There's just one thing to do after another and it never pays to look too far ahead. If you are on my Substack, you can find and look at these photos that I found in the garage, our storage shed. The first one is of Doug teaching a group of students how to draw in Yosemite in 2023 when he worked for Yosemite Institute as a naturalist teacher. He made those students hike halfway up the mountain to get a view that is pretty phenomenal. I put that photo in there as well of the Yosemite Valley. I'm taking those photos with us. Thanks again for listening. If you'd like to subscribe to my writing on Substack um, and listen to these, um, these episodes there as well, you can go to janelleholden.substack.com. Our next podcast interview is going to be really interesting. It's about a couple who 
uh, fell in love through language, and she's a Montanan who moved to be with him in Finland this summer. And so they share their journey, their story. It's very fun. You get to hear some words in Finnish and some reflections on life and love. So tune in for that. Hopefully that will be available towards the end of this week. I'm just working on it, editing it right now. Thanks again for listening. I appreciate your support. You can uh, subscribe for both a free and paid subscriptions on Substack. And as always, really appreciate your support of writing and the arts. Thank you so much. Have a great day.